Hello from the BBC. I'm Alexander Griffiths with an update on the war in Ukraine. Ukraine and Russia are building up their military forces in the eastern Ukrainian region of Donbass. Moscow has switched the focus of its offensive to the east. The BBC's Jonathan Beale is there. We've certainly heard the sound of artillery intensifying over the last few days. We've also seen thousands and thousands of people leaving towns and cities in the Donbass region. We've also seen this satellite imagery of large Russian columns again moving in this direction. I should say we've also seen reinforcements for the Ukrainian forces, but not on the scale that you've seen the Russian uh, movements. The governor of Donetsk, Pavlo Kirilenko, said Ukraine's forces were ready as Russia sent in new battalions. The battles are continuing all day, every day especially if we are talking about a demarcation line which separates the government-controlled territories from those territories which are under the control of Russian forces in Donbass. In regards to front lines from the current conflict, the Ukrainian army is watching the Russian troops and we are ready to stand against the invasion. Separately, the Ukrainian government says it's investigating reports that Russian forces might have used chemical weapons during its attacks on the southern port of Mariupol. Our correspondent Dan Johnson sent this report from the city of Lviv. Shelling overnight killed 11 residents in Kharkiv and people have been warned to watch out for landmines and scattered explosives with delayed detonation. Mariupol's been under bombardment for weeks but now there are reports chemical weapons have been used there. Ukrainian soldiers said they felt dizzy and suffered breathing problems after something was dropped from a Russian drone. Ukraine's Deputy Defence Minister, Hanna Malia, said initial data suggested they might have been phosphorus munitions, which wouldn't necessarily be prohibited by international convention. The US President Joe Biden's previously said if Russia used chemical weapons in the conflict, it would trigger a response from NATO. President Volodymyr Zelensky says Ukraine is collecting more evidence every day that Russian troops carried out widespread abuse and killings in areas they've now abandoned. He was addressing Lithuania's parliament through an interpreter. Thousands and thousands of victims, hundreds of cases of uh, tortures, bodies of dead people are still found in pits. Hundreds of cases of uh, rape are registered, including underage girls. The Ukrainian authorities say they are investigating cases of women being raped by Russian forces. The Kremlin denies its troops have committed such offences. Our correspondent, Yegita Lamaya, has heard first-hand testimonies of women being raped by invading soldiers. You may find some of her report distressing. We met a woman in her 50s who recounted the horror of what happened to her. A soldier entered our house. My husband and I were there. At gunpoint, he took me to a neighbouring house. He was ordering me, take your clothes off or I'll shoot you. Then he started raping me. While he was doing that, four more soldiers entered. I thought I was done for, but they took him away. She returned home to find her husband shot in the abdomen. He died two days later. Ukraine's Ombudsman for Human Rights is Lyudmila Denisova. About 25 girls and women aged 14 to 24 were raped during the occupation in the basement of one house in Bucha. Nine of them are pregnant. A 25-year-old woman called to tell us her 16-year-old sister was raped in the street in front of her. 
To calculate the number of such sexual crimes is impossible at the moment, because not everyone has come to us. Meanwhile, President Putin has praised Russia's military objectives in Ukraine, describing Russian soldiers there as courageous. This will happen, there are no doubts. The goals are perfectly clear. They are noble. I said from the very beginning, back in my first public statement addressing the country, the armed forces, I directly set the goals. The main goal is to help the people in Donbass. The BBC's Jenny Hill is in Moscow. During a visit to Russia's space centre in the country's Far East, Mr Putin sought to frame his invasion of Ukraine as another cause for national pride. His soldiers, he said, were courageous and would achieve what he described as their noble objective. Mr. Putin was accompanied by the smiling Belarusian leader Alexander Lukashenko, whose country has assisted Russian troops and which, along with Russia, is under severe Western sanctions. Those are the latest developments on day 48 of Russia's invasion. I'm Alexander Griffiths at the BBC.